Hello and welcome back to the Youth Business Academy podcast. Today we have Jake Ambrose with his company Vintage Supply. Jake, tell me about yourself. Hey, Caden. I'm uh, very glad and excited to be here um, for this little podcast you got going here. It's very nice. Um, so yeah, Vintage Supply. It's just a uh, it's a, like an account on Instagram. I started reselling sneakers six, seven months ago, maybe, maybe more. I can't remember exactly because it's during the quarantine. You know, you lose track of time because it's so long. And I've been pretty much focused on it uh, since. I see a lot of shoe reselling companies out there now, especially over social media. And it's very difficult to stand out. First, tell me about yourself. Where do you attend school? What hobbies do you have? What sports do you play? I attend school at Paulo's Verdes High School, the same high school as Caden uh, here. And um, I play a sport. The sport I play is soccer. I've been playing that sport for longer than I can remember. I've been playing competitive club soccer for literally half my life now. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now with this. And you are a sophomore? I am a sophomore, yes. I'm going into my junior year this next year. You told me your business was uh, reselling shoes. So what does that entail? So with my business, there's lots and lots of ways to get the shoes. Um, but for probably for like the general public, you know, the average person, it's probably very difficult to do it because, uh, well, one, us like resellers put in like a lot, a lot, a lot of effort to get shoes. For example, like going to malls and like entering like store raffles, like multiple malls so you can actually guarantee like a win or something like that because you're just entering the raffle just to get to buy the shoe and you're not even guaranteed to win that raffle because there's so many people entering. So it's a lot of luck, I feel like. And then um, there's also the concept of sneaker botting, which is like sneaker botting way harder than it seems, I feel like. Because like I remember before when I wasn't in, in, in it, like sneaker botting, I like didn't think it would seem difficult. It just seemed easy. You know, you just press start and then boom, you got the shoes in, right? But no, there's a lot more uh, complex details to it that most people wouldn't understand. Um, you know, those, are, those, are, those are just a couple ways to get the shoes. There's also the sneakers app, which a lot of people are familiar with. Everyone hates that app because no one ever gets shoes off it. It's always a raffle on the app. So it's also luck-based. So I feel like a lot of the... Uh, um, getting shoes is luck-based, but there's a lot of ways to improve your chances, and that's what most resellers do is improve cha uh, their chances of getting the shoes. So what you're saying is you're not even guaranteed to get the sneakers you're trying to sell. It, it's all based on a raffle? A lot, of, a lot of the ways to get shoes nowadays is raffles. That's just one way to do it. Um, but there's also first come, first serve. First come, first serve is like, exactly what it is you know the first one to get in their cart and check out is the one who gets it first come first serve or the first one to find out a store and get it you know gets the shoes well uh first come first serve in store is not really a thing anymore it's kind of been it's just it's just gone now it's all like raffling in store unless they randomly do a restock throughout the day at that store and then you get lucky enough to be there so what i tend to do now is i spend a lot of my day at the mall like maybe three or four hours of the day at the mall, just walking around and trying to get to stores and trying to see if I can catch shoes there. I've gotten lucky only a couple of times, not many times, but that's uh, how first come first serve works in store. And then online first come first serve is just botting. It's just bots in which I have a bot for 
Foot Locker, which is a first come first served uh, website, um, which so, which sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't. Like this morning, it worked for me. I got a pair on uh, on Foot Locker this morning with the bot, but um, other times, you know, I'm not so lucky. It doesn't work out. Shoe buying entails lots and lots of effort, lots and lots of continuous looking, continuous shopping, just being lucky. That's that's a lot of effort to put in. I feel like shoe selling and reselling is a very unique business um very interesting and not exactly what most people think to do like right away if they want to have a business so what gave you the idea to get into shoe reselling and why would it be special to you well i've always like wanted to get in this business ever since like 2016 and um I just like always was looking for that. Like ever since 2016, I basically been trying, and I was always like never lucky or never would get anything. And then this last year, I had like I hit one shoe that was worth a lot of money that gave me a chance to like actually like I can do this now. Like I have money to do it. I have like the resources to do it, and that's exactly what I did. And um, basically from there, is I started it. So just getting that one shoe, kind of like started the whole thing for me um and it's special to me because like i just like shoes i've always liked shoes i like buying them i like getting them um sometimes it's painful to sell them it depends if it's in my size or not what was the first shoe that got you into it um probably like like back in 2016 when like all those like hype beast people were like the like adidas boost shoes you know, like yeah, NMDs, NMDs and stuff, those type of shoes. Yeah, my first pair, the first pair I had of like hyped shoes. Well, now they're dead. They're not hyped at all anymore, but they were just a pair of NMDs and I was like hyped for them. But um, yeah, that was like my first pair, I guess, of hyped sneakers. No longer hyped, but it was hyped at the time. So obviously you have a greater understanding of, you know, what shoes go for high prices and why they do. So can you tell us a little bit about what type of shoes go usually for the more higher prices and you know what makes them such expensive shoes all right so well for for shoes like it's always supply and demand it's always supply and demand and that's why the nike dunk right now is in is, is like worth money pretty much every single time they release a pair of nike dunks same with jordan ones so like they always produce like a limited number of them like very small amount compared to like you know your normal like Nike slides that you just see, or it's just some like Nike running shoes you see on the shelves all the time. You know they produce like tons and tons of those pairs. You know there's always available, but like Jordan ones, Dunks, they provide like they they make like a small number of those. Like for example, um, a couple of drops ago it was like a pair of I think it was the University Blue Jordan One. I think they only made 150,000 pairs worldwide, and um, the retail on the shoe was 170 plus tax and shipping if you got it online. I got my pair in store, so it was like 184 after everything, um, and I resold them for 420 bucks. And the price was high because the worldwide stock was only 150,000 pairs. So technically, that's like 150,000 pairs for the seven billion people on Earth. That's the way to put it. And that's yeah, that's why that's what that's what controls the market is the amount of stock on uh, available for everyone, and that's what makes the prices high. So you can create some pretty nice profit margins with, you know, reselling a sneaker from less than two hundred to almost or more than doubling its price 
by selling it for four, what'd you say, 450? 420, but yes, that was like, I think it was almost triple. It seems like that'd be a really simple, not simple, but, you know, basic way to just in, make a lot of income by just general or knowledge of shoe hype and street culture. I don't know, it seems like a very interesting and unique experience. So obviously you're very deep into the shoe game and a, not a lot, a lot of knowledge, a lot of profits so far. Um, what are some of the resources or like people who have helped you throughout your journey and what have they done to help boost you? All right. So yeah, this is where sneaker reselling hits you hard right here is the resources and the money they have to put in to make money. So the sneaker bot I have, it's very, very low tier bot. It's, yeah, it's, pre it's pretty, it's not good at all. That's why I was very shocked to actually get a pair this morning. But this bot costs $300 a year, um, plus something called proxies, which are the IPs that you put in to make, you, make it look like you're coming from somewhere else. Because, you know, if the site sees, you know, you, the same person coming from the same IP address a thousand times, they're going to say, yo, no, that's not, that's not right. They're going to like, they're going to block your IP and you're not going to even be able to access the site. So the proxies allow you to like access the site from the same place, but making it look like you're from a different spot, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, proxies on average per drop cost from, I'd say 40 to $200, depending on how many, how many uh, tasks you want to run in your bot, how many um, like entries you want to get into the site. Um, but that for me, that's cheaper because most people put $6,000 into a bot just to the bot itself, not to mention the proxies and everything else that go into it. And another thing is, uh, these groups on discord where they just give you like the information on, you know, where shoes are and where to buy these shoes. Uh, for example, like we have a channel on our discord channel called the Los Angeles important channel. And basically we got people just going around to stores all over uh, out the LA area. Um, people go to like as close as Delano, as far as like Pasadena, just like all of LA County basically, right? And um, he's put like, oh, there's these shoes at this store, you know, come down, limited stock. And people will come and we all profit off the same shoe um, from the same store on a first come first serve basis. Uh, the get in this group, it cost me 40 bucks per month. Um, yeah, that's about my cost for for um, this sneaker reselling business. Mine isn't as costly as others, but still could be pretty costly. I had no idea that resellers use bots or like online uh, strategies to acquire more, you know, get more tickets, get more entries. That's actually, I was not expecting that. So I learned something new today. It's cool to see communities with, you know, people with the same interests and the same hobbies getting together and benefiting each other mutually and, you know, just helping, helping people out. That's really interesting and it tells you something about, like, the culture of our society nowadays. So, Jake, what, what would you say, what would you say the average cost of a hype shoe for you would be and what would you say your average profit margin is or does it really just depend all right so 
most shoes I've been getting are Jordan ones. I've been having I've been getting Jordan ones mostly. Uh, Jordan ones costs or one seventy retail plus tax and shipping if I got it online. Um, the profit margin on ones could be from anywhere from like something like very small to like let's say thirty bucks, or it could be as large as two to three hundred dollars plus. It depends. It depends on the uh, supply and demand, like I said earlier, on the shoe. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the average cost. I'd say I think that's pretty good in the middle. Uh, is the cost of a Jordan One? Uh, yeah, for the cost of shoes. And obviously, you know, as you said, the hype goes in and out, and the shoes like come in and out of popularity. Obviously, it's very difficult to acquire these sneakers. You know, as you said earlier, there's a lot of events you have to go mm-hmm. to, and just things you have to go see and like just try your hardest and put a lot of eff- time and effort into it. So would you say that would be your biggest challenge or is there something bigger? No, yeah, that's the biggest challenge by far is just obviously just getting the shoes and, um, you know, because you got to put, you got to, uh, you got to uh, spend money to make money, you know, and in this business, it's really, it really shows the most in this business. And, um, but yeah, I completely profited off it a hundred percent. So it's worth it in the end for any specialized business like shoe selling art anything that really puts a passion to work you know the people really enjoy what they're doing so throughout your whole experience what would you say have been your favorite part or like any highlights my favorite part is just getting the shoes that's about it just like (laughs) it's like especially like when um i hit a uh i hit in-store raffle and I have to go pick them up the, uh, the next day. I get like hyped because I just really like picking up the shoes and looking at them because <laughs> they're just all really cool to me. Feels like winning the lottery every time. I bet. Um. Anyway, I have a I have a small side question. What would you say the percentage of shoes that you actually keep, uh, you know, compared to shoes that you resell would be? Oh, tiny amount. Like. Zero point. I don't even think I got a shoe for retail that I kept. Actually, it's just like I always want to keep them because they're all really cool to me. But the two pairs I have that are like considered hype, quote unquote, um, I paid resale for for both of them. So yeah, I never actually hit a pair for retail and then kept it for myself yet. I probably will end up doing that now, or not now. Just like somewhere somewhere in the future when I hit like multiple pairs of the same shoe and I actually like the shoe. I feel like it'd be very hard to I feel like it'd be very hard to restrain yourself from you know keeping the shoe especially if it's something super interesting like I've heard that there's a lot of rappers or artists or like popular influencers that have their own shoes nowadays you know what can you tell me about like I think there's a Travis Scott or a couple of Travis Scott shoes um there's probably some other like influencers out there what can you tell me about those shoes like are they extra hype or like what's the deal with brand name shoes yes especially 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 travis scott any travis scott shoe is going to be i guarantee 400 plus dollar profit um a good example of a insane profit margin for a travis scott shoe would be the uh travis scott nike sb um so it came with 
there's one there's a pair there's like a, there's two separate types of pairs made there's just one with a regular box and then a special edition box for the travis scott collab and the special edition box um the retail on it was i think it was probably it's probably like 150 bucks retail and the resale on it is i'm pretty sure anywhere from two thousand to three thousand dollars for that one shoe so it's an insane resale on that you had to be you have a better chance of getting attacked by a shark on land to hit those pair hit that pair for retail so yeah travis scott shoes always are very limited and the hype behind them is insane everyone want, everyone wants them always a lot of money behind those but yeah rappers um shoes with rappers tend to have the most hype i don't know why maybe it just has to do with our generation and like liking that genre of music the most i suppose but um there are other collaborations with artists that are pretty you know hyped as well like I don't think Jay Balvin is considered a rapper. I don't think he's probably more of a pop star and he's probably more of a pop star. So that shoe that he did a collab with Nike, it was like a uh, Jordan one that had a pretty large profit margin on it too. I think it might be three to $500 today. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked at the price in a while, but yeah, collaborations with well-known artists, especially um, go for big money usually. Yeah. That's probably just cause you know, the street culture that the rappers have and their awareness of fashion, you know, mixed with just the culture itself and our generation's ideals of music and influence. But, you know, it's very interesting that there's, like, a lot of collaborations like that. And I think it's fun that the, you know, shoe companies do that with, like, rappers that, like, don't even have any connections to Mikey or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, Jake, you are almost... Are you are going to be a junior next year, so you're almost out of high school. Um, do you plan to, you know, continue reselling into college, or are you going to cut it off before college just to, you know, make some profits in high school? It depends. I mean, if I'm, if I become really, really, really good at it to where I can't even stand in my room because there's too many shoes, maybe I'll continue in college. But um, if if not, I'll probably drop it in college to focus on you know my studies more but we'll see you know we don't know what the future holds no one knows what the future holds and i do hope that you become that level of popularity with the, the sneaker guys and you know because that would be fun for you and i think you can create a large profit if you a even larger profit if you continue to you know get those shoes in high amounts um jacob lastly what would be your advice to others starting a similar business or just any business in general, if you have any? Just just don't stop. I mean, there's been, there's months, like, not, I mean, like maybe two months at most where it was just no shoes, nothing for me. Like, I, I, I was just, I was just going through it. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't get any pairs for retail. I couldn't, there's like barely, there's not many drops. I was struggling, but then, uh, these past couple of mar months since March, it's really picked up a lot more, and yeah, you'll finally find that it'll, it'll finally start picking up, and just don't stop. Yeah, it's obviously it's you know been beneficial for you. I'm sure you've created a lot of interesting and experiential bonds, and have a lot of good experiences as well as you know collected a lot of revenue and profits from all the stuff that you've you know done throughout your history of reselling shoes. 
Jacob, thank you for being on this podcast today. You were an amazing guest, and I hope to see you very, very soon. Oh, thank you very much, Katie. It was a pleasure to be on here.